Hey, who doesn't like a cold beer every now and then? We all have our favorites. There's ales, stouts, lagers, porters. Now the latest craze is ready-to-drink cocktails and seltzers. How do you make sense of it all? Well, it's a good thing we have the gurus from Ketsup Brothers to sort it all out. Sit back, relax, eavesdrop for a bit as we talk about the latest beers, seltzers, cocktails, and the best local events that need to be on your calendar. You ready? Let's get to it. Well, we are here at Heroes Pub at One Riverview Avenue in West Annapolis for one of my favorite days of the year, and we are launching Military Bowl season. Joining us today are Josh Barr from the Military Bowl, Cassie Whiteman, who is with Katza Brothers and Budweiser. She's here all the time on our career podcasts. Joining us will be Susan Seifried, who is with Visit Annapolis, and also Matt Reese, who is the owner of Black Anchor. And what I will say is the preeminent graphic design, t-shirt, any type of clothing outfit that you want in Annapolis. The Military Bowl is coming again in person this year, unlike last year, on December 27th. Isn't that right, Josh? Yeah, we're looking forward to it, John. It's been a long time coming. Absolutely, and it's the day before my birthday, so you guys are throwing your parade and everything else, right? Yep, we'll be there. Birthday, cake, parade, all in one. Well, do we have any idea who's going to be playing? Gosh, you know, it's, I mean, it sounds silly, but it's too early. Like, we're keeping an eye on things. I mean, obviously, there are a lot of good teams in the American Athletic Conference. Um, Navy probably won't be coming to the Military Bowl this year, but, um, you know, I, I think the if East Carolina would get six wins, they have five right now, I think that they'd be a pretty attractive team to us. They, they have a pretty passionate fan base. They have a lot of alumni in the area. Um, you know, and, and once you get past them, you know, I, I think there's a lot of different teams in the mix. The ACC is, is such a jumble right now. It's hard to say... Yeah, I mean, obviously, you look at like schools like Virginia, Virginia Tech are both drivable, and you know we're always happy to have either one of them. Syracuse has got five wins right now. They have a huge fan base in the D.C. area. B.C. is is in the mix also. I mean, it's just so early. Um, You know, it'll probably go down to the first week of December again. Who's who's your dream teams? Your personal dream teams? Well, my dream team is always Virginia Tech. We know this. They've been here, done that. I've even got the sweatshirt from that one, Miss Cassie, so... Yeah, I, I don't know their dream teams. I mean, obviously, the goal for us is to have a great game, a great atmosphere, and a full stadium on game day. Yeah, well, you've only missed that one year, and that was last year. Uh, just because there wasn't a game. There wasn't yeah, an atmosphere. Yeah, but, you know, so we, we want schools with passionate fans. We want to have them here in Annapolis, in, in Washington, and, you know, we're, we're looking forward to it. It is, it is a fantastic experience for those that have not experienced uh, whether just the entire week surrounding the game when it comes in. It's right after between Christmas and New Year's. Okay, we do have a parade which will be kicking off on the 27th at, I believe, 9 a.m. down at City Dock. 10 a.m., 10. 10 a.m. at City Dock. Uh, we'll be featuring the Budweiser Clydesdales as they do pretty much every year. They are back. We're very excited for that. I have, you know, that will march up Main Street around some, uh, there's some construction you dealt with a couple years ago, which is done, but down Rao Boulevard out to the stadium. There will be a big tailgate at the stadium prior to the game, and it'll be aired on ESPN, right? Yep. Uh, you know, all the basics are still there. We're looking forward to it. The game kickoff is at 2.30 this year, which lets us back the parade up a little bit till 10. So all the people who get down at the crack of dawn at 5.30 to see the Clydesdales dropping off, they'll be a little bit later than that this year. But, it, I mean, it's amazing 
and gentlemen, when, uh, you know, if, if the weather's decent and the sun's coming up over the water and you have all these people start showing up before the sun comes up to see the Clydesdales arriving That's an amazing and, and thing. That's, that's worthwhile getting up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. And it always seems to be foggy that morning. Foggy and quiet and just silent and just no sounds. And they'll be a little bit closer. They're staying now at Promised Landing Farm, which is really exciting, in Upper Marlboro. No, I mean, it's, we're, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, th- that morning, you know, for, for me, I, I know what's coming that day. I know the parade. I know we're going to have a couple thousand people downtown. We're going to have 37,000 people out at the stadium. And that's like, and Cassie's right, like, it's quiet for just that a few moments. And then people start showing up and they start going to the stage for the level parade. Goes, goes higher. People are ready. They're getting their spots. They're, you know, taking their pictures and... Well, we know we know how important it is for the guests and guests. Is that the right word? Bands, guests, you know, parade goers, whatever to do is for them. What about for the area from a, a business standpoint? And Susan, I think you'd probably be the best person to talk about that. With the, uh, you know, you are the representative of the visitors of coming to Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. What? How important is the military bowl for? Well, it's a great time of year to have an event of this magnitude come to our destination. Um, Christmas, as you've all mentioned, that will just have happened. People are in town with their families. They're ready to enjoy. They didn't get to celebrate the holidays like they did last year. And I think a lot of people are looking for time with family and fun things to do. And so Annapolis is the perfect place for them to be. And it's a good time. I mean, I feel that Annapolis, of course, it's a beautiful city all year round, but never more beautiful than at Christmas time. It's like an old European town with the green garland and the red ribbons and the white lights strung from storefront to storefront to storefront. And so that's an appeal for all the people who are coming in. They're coming in for the game, but then they have an opportunity to enjoy the destination, to check out some restaurants, some old favorites, some new ones that opened last year, even during COVID, new attractions that opened even during COVID, new exhibits that are available at the State House and the Banneker Douglas Museum. And what that does for us is it brings individuals and helps the economy of the destination at a time that's typically a slower time of year for us. Sure. I know we've got a couple months a year when we don't have the legislature in town, when we don't have the boat shows, we don't have the summer tourism thing. And this really is a huge boost. And I mean, do you know what the economic impact is? Do you happen to have that number or a guest or by putting you on the spot here, she's shaking her head. No, no, no. Well, it's millions of dollars that comes in. If you have people staying at our our hotels and eating at our restaurants and visiting our attractions and lingering longer, some people may stay here through New Year's and you know they might go go for a package a New Year's package because they didn't last year. Some people are returning to Annapolis. They're they're um, happy to see us again. Other people are just being introduced to us and so what we're hoping is that they'll see what they see in December and make plans to come back in the spring and the fall and the summer. Well, I think the folks that are traveling for the military will also have another option as far as hotels. I believe that the Lowe's slash graduate hotel was offline in 2019. 
and uh, so they would have been back with the military bowl because of COVID wasn't here last year. So we've got plenty of hotel rooms for everybody in the area. Absolutely, and people who have been to the graduate maybe this past year or haven't, they're going to see the Trophy Room, which is a really popular restaurant there now, and the Annapolis Waterfront Hotel. Um, they went under renovations in 2020, so everybody's ready. Everybody's ready to embrace the, the, the fans who are coming in for the military ball. Well, fantastic, because I know that you guys have worked real hard over the years to uh, you know make sure that the military bowl does stay here. I mean, it's a perfect town um, for it. I mean, we've got uh, we've got a stadium, we've got the infrastructure built for it, um, and well, you know, this, we've got the Naval Academy. I mean, it's the military bowl. We've got the Naval Academy. Visit so. Annapolis, Nan Arundel County is happy to be one of the sponsors. We're happy to support the event. We we believe it's really great for the destination and um, everybody who loves Annapolis, Nan Arundel County, and loves sports. Well, we're absolutely glad to have you. I'm sure the military bowl is as well. I think this year is is going to be really special. Obviously, last year we weren't we weren't here, and every every year is special for its own reasons. But I think this year, especially, getting getting back in the groove of life and the holidays, and and some of those holidays are going to be hard, really hard. But it's going to give an energy and another experience that is going to allow that hardness to to well, be happy. I was reading an article today that said that you know we're not out per se of, of COVID, but we are we've seen the worst of it. And and it's, it's getting better from here on out. And I, you're, you're so right, Cassie. I think that you've got so many people that are just so cooped up. Okay, we need we need to get down. We need to let our hair down, so to speak. And we need to smile. We need to learn to put pants on when we leave the house in the morning. We need to learn how to, how to say hello to people instead of ignoring them. You can, don't have to stay, you know, get away from that whole cross the street when you approach somebody else because we can't be within six feet. So it's, it's going to be a wonderful reunion, if you will, for the uh, military bowl and... Let's talk to you a little bit, Cassie, about what's happening with the parade because you're kind of somewhat working with the military bowl to you know sort of wrap up the parade. We've got the Clydesdales coming in. We do have them for an event the day before on Sunday yeah, in so, West Annapolis. So it's eight, eight years, eight years strong now, nine years, eight years, who's your hero? Nine years military bowl partnership. So we've got the Clydesdales coming back again for um, another parade and another event in West Annapolis. So that will be year, oh my goodness, year three, year four, Miracle on Annapolis Street. So they will be here the day before on December 26th. That is an 11 to 3 event uh, parading through West Annapolis. Annapolis, uh, come out the day before, park at Navy Stadium, get up close and personal, not too personal, but up close um, <laughs> al along the streets there, and then and see what West, West Annapolis has to offer. You know, it, it is a part of Annapolis as well, and um, has a couple of new restaurants also, you know, some staples there, some, some art there, um, but we'll have our, our Budweiser trucks as well, featuring some of our canned cocktails and, and traditional Budweiser, of course. Um, but yes, we're we're excited it's to... Packed. Yeah, it's just a lot of energy right now. Are the mayor and the county executives going to be following the horses again this year, scooping up the poop? I do have to have a conversation with Gavin about maybe a, a Christmas with the Clydesdales visit on Christmas Eve, where he can get down <laughs> and dirty with those horses again. Uh, maybe scoop the poop during the parade, but they'll be alive and ready uh, parade morning. And we'll also be uh, hosting our heroes in the parade. Parade as well. So every year we do a wonderful program 
Yeah, well, which well, we haven't haven't really gotten to yet. But John, I'll let you. The reason that we are here at Heroes, there we on go. Yeah, One Riverview Avenue in West Annapolis, uh, is not for their fabulous wings, which I do insist everybody come to get because I, I tried the. They've got like a honey or the Reuben. The really Reuben's excited up. for the Reuben. Okay. The Reuben <laughs> is my favorite. Two Reubens to one wings here. So, uh, but definitely come here, uh, and they've got an incredible tap line as far as the amount of beers that you can have here, and it's just a uh, wonderful community sponsor company that's you know always about community first. Um, but the Who's Your Hero program has been going on for several years now, at least six. And what Budweiser had come up with was to honor the heroes to tie in with the military bowl in everyday people's lives. Um, we do know the the heroes that we read about in the newspapers and the annals of war and all that kind of stuff. But there are plenty of other heroes, and this was a way to do it, combined with the parade. And you're soliciting questions, or not questions, but stories about people that are heroes, right? Yeah, so we want to know who is your hero and why. Uh, share the story, share a picture, share a video. Uh, you know, share the, the compassion you feel for that hero. You know, I think COVID in itself developed more, even more of those heroes outside of of the heroes that, you know, you were just speaking on, John, but uh, it can be your husband, mother, brother, the, the cat down the street that saved your dog. Um, it can it can be like any of the stories. Uh, so we're we're excited to to read them again, um, to share them with you all again, and to to choose some winners to participate in 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 the bowl. Well, I'll tell you, it was funny when we were setting this podcast up. We were talking with Kurt and Lila, who are the owners of Heroes Pub here, uh, and just asked them sort of about what their hero was, who their hero was, and they came back with a. Uh, Really fantastic answer, and we've got Matt Reese from Black Anchor here with us to talk a little bit because he was the one that was nominated as a hero, and um, we're going to have Matt join us and uh, let him know what actually what some of the businesses think about you here in town. Hey, hey Matt, welcome. It's good to see you again. Thank you very as much always. For I think the last time on. we saw each other face to face, you were you were making like a dozen T-shirts for me, and probably. Um, <laughs> and that was uh, <laughs> it's the story of your life, right? Making making T-shirts several years ago, um, yeah. But one of the things that you know, Cassie had asked Kurt is like, you know, is there somebody at Heroes that would be a hero? Is somebody good to talk to? And without hesitation, they said Matt Reese. And you know, Cassie, why why was that? So every year they choose a different a different hero that they would like to honor, as does some of the other um, local restaurants that partner with us as well. So they they tell us their their story, why why they want you know this person to be uh, recognized. We put the, the the story in the window. They you know tell their locals, their customers who who this gentleman is and why. You know Brendan Looney for a long time, John O'Leary, and now Matt Reese. Oh, the reason that you got nominated. If you will, or, or mentioned, was your T-shirt initiative that you did when when COVID happened? And let's face it, when COVID came around on March 16th or 20th, whatever the exact date was, and uh, the word came down from the governor that all businesses needed to shut down, um, the restaurants made a collective. Uh, you know what? What are we going to be able to do? 
Black Anchor, I'm going to say making t-shirts and uh, graphic designs is probably not an essential business, um, per se. But you really stepped up to the plate, and you created a design for... How many restaurants were there? Um... Let me backtrack real quick first and say thank you for having me. Um, and thank you for Lila and Kurt for nominating me for this honor. I was completely blown away when she commented or uh, contacted me and said, we would like to honor you in this way. And I said, I'm not really sure why, but if that's what you feel strongly about, then then I'll accept it. Um, so, yeah, we worked with just under 100 businesses by the time we kind of closed out the program. It started out with just a very small handful of companies, and it just literally blew up to something that we were never expecting it to be. Um, so we were honored. We were excited. It was a little bit of self-preservation kind of led to the program. Um, certainly, as all companies were being told in the state of Maryland that you kind of had to stay home, I stayed home for a few days, and we're like, what do I do? As you pointed out, it's like, am I essential? Um, I certainly always felt like I'm essential. I'm essential to my family who relies on me. Um, am I essential as a worker? Um, I won't tell you who told me this, but somebody did tell me, somebody that's in the state government told me that, well, do you print for police and fire departments? I was like, on occasion, she said, well, hey, then you're essential. Um, the other nice thing is my business is primarily family. Um, I have two children that work for me, and I had two other part-time people at the, at the time. And so I was able to still, I did close my doors temporarily um, and sat and thought, like, okay, what do I do? As, as all of the business that was currently waiting on me was quickly shutting down, um, I had to think about what to do. And honestly, I borrowed the idea from another screen printing business out of Canada, of all places, um, that had come up with this Canada's program. Canada's so nice to people. They're so polite up there. They give away they, <laughs> Well, there was another screen printer, and as I'm sitting at home, looking through, you know, different screen printing forums and things online, just seeing what, you know, seeing what everybody else is doing in the middle of this pandemic as everybody's shutting down, and someone had a great idea to print T-shirts for local businesses, basically provide a portion of that to the business, and then a portion goes to the screen printer um, in order to operate. And it just was, seemed like a really nice and simple idea. And I'm like, well, hey, I know a lot of local businesses. They're my customers. They're my friends. And if I can get a couple of them on board, it'll at least keep me busy for a few minutes. Um, just spotted somebody walking in with the hero shirt right there. So that's always fun to see. It'll keep me busy. It'll help generate some income for them. So it started out, as you mentioned, restaurants who were closing their doors and didn't have really income until they kind of sorted through some of the carryout type of business. Good friends with Frankie Orange at Orange Tattoo on West Street and they completely closed their doors. They have no way to, to generate income. I had some hair salons, things like that that were shut down. And so this was like not really anything that was going to really make them a lot of money, but if it was going to help pay their bills in the meantime, I figured why not? We'll give it a shot. So the program that I kind of borrowed, I did contact the person who I saw had the program and said, hey, do you mind if I borrow this idea and do it locally in my own town? And he said, absolutely, do whatever you want. And so I made a few tweaks to it. And I came up with the, the tagline, Stronger Together. He was using something pandemic-related, and I just felt like it seemed, I kind of seemed fearful, and it kind of seemed negative, and I wanted to come up with something that was positive. I thought, you know, if this thing does work out, it can be something positive for those that are involved. So I came up with Stronger Together because it's kind of the way I felt at the moment. And honestly, I had no idea it was going to 
become what it was. It started with five or six local companies, and then another company, as they were promoting it, would contact me. It went from me contacting customers saying, do you want to be part of this? To people contacting me saying, how do I become part of this? And then... Um, Aaron, who I always going to butcher his last name, but people know him as Scribe, who's a local um, musician and artist. Um, he and I had worked together on several projects in the past, including the uh, Press on Annapolis um, project. So he reached out to me and he said, hey, um, I think the story needs to be told. I'm going to contact somebody at the Capitol and also a local um, television station. I think somebody needs to tell your story. Um, and it, I think it's going to help a lot of people. So I was like, okay, fine. So the Capitol ran an article, and then in, after that, it was on the front page of the Capitol. And emails, phone calls, everything just started coming in. So it went way beyond what I had anticipated. Um, and it pretty much was 100% of our business for probably three or four months to the point where we eventually kind of had to we had to kind of peel back some of the sales were slowing down, but at the end there, we, we were working with just under 100 local businesses, and there were a few outside the state, but most of them were local. That was the name of the game early on, and this was sort of keeping the lights on. If the money raised out of that can go to Dave BG&E off for another month, that, that would be a good thing. And it, it really did help everything. And, I mean, certainly uh, the thank you to Canada and certainly thank you to you. <laughs> Um, for the for the for the idea, because I mean, as you said, a hundred people. How many shirts did you ultimately print? Do you have any idea about? It was over three thousand. Holy mackerel! Um, there was just under a hundred businesses. Some businesses got in late, didn't really promote it as well, and maybe only sold three or four shirts. But we were willing to print whatever they sold. Um, some businesses like Heroes Pub did a great job. They have a great following, and they sold a ton of shirts. And and there was other. It was interesting. There was a lot of restaurants, for sure. There were bands and musicians because, again, gig workers were out of work because the restaurants where they play were out of work. Um, you know, at least one tattoo shop, a bunch of hair salons, things like that that really were kind of slow to reopen because of the um, health concerns. So I hopefully we kept people um, going. I know I heard from a lot of business owners that they were trying to share that money with the employees that were really hurt because they weren't picking up hours, they weren't picking up tips, they weren't, you know, so their income was severely um, hindered. So I... I don't know. I and obviously, like I said, it, it helped me keep my business open because that's all we did for probably three, close to four months. Because the business from schools and the business from other um, businesses that were driven by events, a lot of what we do, the shirts, a lot of what we print are event driven. And when events shut down, there's nobody needing right. to buy shirts. So this kind of gave us something to do as well. Right. Well, I'll tell you that sort of tells you that gives you an idea that uh, the heroes are not necessarily the ones that are wearing combat boots and. We do encourage everybody to submit your hero story. Who's a hero in your life? You can go to militarybowl.org slash budheroes, and there is a form that you can do that. And you can do that in person as well. And there's a number of um, local establishments that will be having Budweiser specials throughout the... I guess we're a military bowl season now, aren't we, Josh? Did Tis make- the season. I said it this morning in our sales meeting. It is, it is here, and we are moving forward. I can't wait. You know, coming up on November twentieth, you've got the Dark Horse from noon to three. Uh, they're going to have 
What's the turkey shoot? A turkey shoot. This is their second annual turkey shoot. Actually, proceeds going to Patriot Point, which is uh, a military bowl nonprofit, uh, as well as the Anne Arundel County Food Bank. So they'll be collecting food uh, as well. And then we we have Acme tomorrow. Acme will be featuring one dollar buds mm-hmm. as well. And then um, we have Armadillos, Annapolis Smokehouse, Boatyard, and McGarvey's also all participating. Right, and we'll have those up on ionannapolis.net as far as the specials go and you can follow us on social media both at Cats Up Military Bowl or All Annapolis to figure out um, where to go but uh, these places that are helping out are also really supportive of the Military Bowl of supportive of the community and the Hoosier Hero program so and you should be able to enter at any of them at any time it doesn't need to be in just those times they will have the little forums to do that as well so you can fill out an index card and do it old school or you can uh, go online and do it but some of the stories that we've heard year after year have just been really um, heart tugging, heartwarming, heart um, tugging, heart tugging, warming. They do everything with your heart, um, and you know, it's 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 an amazing program. And the deal is, is that if you are selected as one of the heroes, there's a great big prize pack, including tickets to the military bowl in great seats. Um, I hear they're going to let you toss the coin and fly the helicopter and jump out of the plane this year too. <laughs> I'm not sure Josh has that authority, but, but I'll let him speak to that. Um, but no, there will be tickets to the game. You will have uh, post-game field access. You'll have a ride in the military bowl parade. Um, and I think there's probably some swag from Budweiser and Katzoff Brothers as well that, that falls into place there as well. So it's a really great opportunity for you to honor your hero. So you and your hero could do that. No, who's your hero program? And Cassie's thing, we can't say enough about it. I mean, every year when you read the nominations, you know, it, it's hard to it's hard to limit it to just five people because you read the stories, you're like, oh my god, this person is incredible, and oh my gosh, that person is incredible, and it just keeps going down. And, I and have, it, and to, I have to do an, I almost do an an, an eeny meeny miny mo scenario where I have stacks of stories, and I'm reading, I'm sitting in my office reading these halfway crying for probably say, most of them. And it's a variety. It's it's the the nurse at the hospital. It's the the fireman. It is the brother. It it's the cat too. <laughs> let's be let's be real. Like every so many people have different different stories, um, and it it really it really is hard. And we do have up at militarybowl.org slash Bud Heroes. You do have some of the prior stories that are there, so you can get an idea if you think. Um, you know, personally for me, my father served in World War II. He passed away a couple years ago, and that's my own personal hero. Unfortunately, I was not able to. He was able to give me the stories toward the end of his life, but I, so I didn't get the full full gist of what it was. And I remember I had a conversation with one of the Medal of Honor recipients at the Military Bowl, um, Woody. Who he was? It was gosh, he was funny. We were talking about his service in World War II, and he was the oldest living Medal of Honor recipient. Okay, what are we shaking our heads for? Oh no, I Woody is an, an absolutely incredible. So Woody, Woody's Woody Williams, who I believe is now ninety eight years old, which is he unreal. Amazing. Served in the army. He, he was there. I'm sorry, Marines. Woody was Woody was absolutely Woody is amazing. So, you know, one of the things I do with the bowl is we invite all the living Medal of Honor recipients to attend the bowl. Um, you know, we we handle all their travel and their stay, and you know, it, we we just want them to come to the game, and enjoy themselves. 
And we usually have about 10 to 12 recipients who come, and there's probably three, four, five who come every year, and then some guys will come one year, you know. And uh, so I reached out to uh, Woody and Woody's nephew, Brent Casey, who goes everywhere with Woody. Woody, to this day, still keeps up an incredible travel schedule, raising money, and he's just amazing. And so I called Brent and I said, How, you know, how's it looking? Is are you and Woody coming up? And it's a, when they come, it's a family reunion. I mean, they're they're like ten ten members of the family. They come up, and you know, they have their own hold their own court at the uh, Westin. Uh, and he says, it's not 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 gonna happen. Sure, Woody was I forget what he was doing. He fell. Broke some ribs, been in the hospital for two weeks, and he's finally getting out. But, like, I mean, if, if you've seen Woody, if you've seen pictures of him, if you've met him, you'd know, like, Woody's a battler. Like, and I mean, Woody, Woody tried to serve, and they said, no, 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 you're not old enough, you're not big enough. And he kept coming back and coming back and, you know, finally, you know, worked his way in. And Woody's just an amazing person. No, he was. When we were talking about my father, it was funny. He says, oh, well, what, what did he serve? And I said, he's a Marine. He goes, oh, thank God. I thought you were going to tell me Army. <laughs> like, Old Marines, man. They, it's, it's embedded in them. Um, but going back into, into the military, the Medal of Honor recipients are going to be back again. We just probably don't know who we, at this point. We're still a little bit early. Yeah, I think we have commitments from seven guys so far. Um, you know, and it's always wonderful to see them. And Their, their stories are amazing. They never... Um, you just shake your head and you're like, oh my gosh. Well, you do, you, how, how does a human do what these guys have done to... Uh, when Buddy spoke, I was at the Military Bowl luncheon. It, took, it takes your breath away. It absolutely takes your breath away. Listening to him tell the story is fascinating. Yeah. Well, Josh, what? Let's talk about the game day. What? And and it is. I mean, the parade is a big thing. And the game is a big thing. Um, but there's so much other, you know, events and circumstances that surround it. What all is planned? So the team for the, game the, day. The teams will come in on the. 22nd or 23rd and they'll spend they'll stay in Washington they'll practice locally um, and we kind of expect most fans to arrive on the 26th with Christmas being on Saturday we we figure most fans will arrive on 26th and there'll be events in Annapolis on the 26th there's the miracle on Annapolis Street with the world famous Budweiser Clydesdales that, that always, they always go together those four words world, world famous Budweiser Clydesdales um but there'll also be a scavenger hunt and a bar crawl in downtown Annapolis on uh, Sunday. And then Monday, um, things kick off at the stadium with the tailgate at, I think the tailgate starts at 9 o'clock this year. So, uh, you know, the tailgate starts at 9, and that has all sorts of different displays. Um, a lot of the military recruiting commands come out, and they'll bring their vehicles or different uh Things to use to gather people's attention. The Budweiser Buildable Bars will be there, I believe, with lots of Budweiser products. And the Clydesdales will end up there after they walk in the parade. The parade will kick off at 10 o'clock. Um, it'll go up Main Street and then out wet around the circle out west. And it will wind its way back down Rao Boulevard to the stadium. And that finishes around 11.30 or so. Um, kickoffs at 2.30, so a few hours there for everybody to tailgate, have some fun. Uh, Cassie and I spoke. We ordered up 75 degrees and sunny this year. It's going to be beautiful. It's not bad. 
not bad, good to hear. But and and if you've never seen a, a military bull here in Annapolis, I do encourage tickets are on sale right now. Militarybull.org is where you can get them. Um, but I mean the pomp and circumstance that, that goes with it. I mean the 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 halftime performances, the just from the Star Spangled Banner to kick off the game to the parachuters to you know it's and I'm sure everything is somewhat starting to gel. With any game, game day is coming together. So we announced uh, yesterday there's a quartet of service members called Voices of Service. They'll, they'll be singing the national anthem. They were on America's Got Talent. Uh, for those who watch TV, Cassie saw them. Uh, so I do love America's Got Talent. <laughs> so they'll be singing the national anthem. Team Fast Tracks and it's parachute jumpers will be back. Uh, they'll be jumping out of the sky before the game. It, I, I just watched them come in and I just hope nobody comes in too hot. Occasionally they come in really hard to the ground. It's like, oh my gosh. Um, you know, we'll have the full field uh, American flag as usual. Um, yeah, we'll do an enlistment ceremony with all the different branches uh, during uh, yeah, the Space Force this year. Space Force is included, yes. They'll be there. Um, you know, it's, we're looking forward to it. Everything's really coming together. Um, yeah, now we just need to figure out what two teams we're going to have and have a great day. Right on December 27th, at what time during the day do you personally breathe that big sigh of relief? Is it when the parade steps off or when the kickoff? When he has a Bud Light Lime. <laughs> uh, 2.30 kickoff. Game will be around 5.45. We'll be done 7-ish. 7.30 with media. So that's, that's when you breathe? That's when you breathe and you look back and you kind of replay the day and what went well and what we can do better on. And when, when do you start for 2022? Uh, already. I mean, we're, we're, already making li- we're already making lists of what we've done so far and, and what we think we could do better next year. You know, this is just such a fabulous time in Annapolis. I mean, there's so many things that are going on surrounding the holidays. Uh, starts actually a little bit later on this month with the, you know, you've got the Grand Illumination and you've got the Midnight Madnesses and everything else that goes along with that. But then you've got the holidays that are on the calendars. Uh, and then certainly the Military Bowl is kicking off here at Heroes Pub uh, with Who's Your Hero. And you want to get in on that. Make sure you go to militarybowl.org. That's the main site for your tickets, for information on the game. Uh, you can buy parking and everything else as well there. So, And go to militarybowl.org slash budheroes to submit your hero. And there are so many people that do such good stuff, whether it's, you know, that you just don't realize. And they, they do deserve to be recognized. And this is a great opportunity to be able to do that. And you want to make sure you keep track of what's going on surrounding the military bowl. I know that in the past we've had pub crawls and, and everything else that's happened. So there's a lot of pomp and circumstance that goes on right after Christmas as the military bowl rolls into town. You're going to see the two teams that are unknown at this point. Uh, and you want to make sure you visit visitannapolis.org. That will give you all of the information that's headed around town all year long. Uh, if you need to find hotels, that's a good place to start there, different events that are happening. Uh, and certainly as a sponsor of the Military Bowl, you've got a lot of information on the Military Bowl as well. And if anybody wants to stop by the 26 West Street Visitor Center, we'll have people there to help point you in the direction of anything you're looking for, whether it be the stadium or a restaurant or a hotel or whatever. We're there to help. And keep an eye out for your new fancy trailer. 
uh, your little yes. mobile trailer. Oh my gosh, cool. the Arundel Ambassador, twenty foot trailer. You won't miss her. They don't serve beer out of it though, do you? Not yet. We're not competing. We're not competing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting. Again, I want to thank you very much for joining us, Susan and Josh. Thank you again for coming back again this year, and thank you for bringing the military bowl back. You and your team just do a great job on it. Um, it's such a festive day. It's such a festive season to do it. Budweiser, a great sponsor of the Military Bowl as well, and great, great partner. And Matt, man, what can I say? Thanks for doing what you've, what what you always do, but uh, and just making such a difference in the the lives of a hundred plus restaurants and businesses in Annapolis. Uh, arguably, in the worst time of their their business life, and you know, keeping you know, you you probably kept food on the table for many people, um, which is heroic. Well, thank you. I don't always look at it that way, but I appreciate the uh, sentiment. It's really great to hear. Thank you. This I in Annapolis bonus podcast has been brought to you by Kensif Brothers, the area's largest beer distributor. Please check them out at thegreatestbeers.com. Oh, and don't forget to check out ionanapolis.net for all your local news, opinions, and events.